Alex and the Vampire There was a serene sense of comfort in knowing that his life wasn't in his own hands, as if Alex had lost all control and was allowing for someone else to take the reins for a while. He wasn't allowing it, though. He was being forced into it, bewitched by the vampire. Something had taken root deep inside Alex, robbing him of his free will, and he was now enslaved to the vampire's desire. Alex's consciousness fluttered in and out while under the spell. The last thing he remembered was seeing the beautiful man in the forest. All pale skin, red eyes, perfect wavy, dirty blonde hair, and a smile that could melt the panties off a virgin. There wasn't much else after that. A walk through the forest, climbing down a set of spiral stone steps, and now he was sitting in a dungeon, fully dressed, his consciousness returning as if he had awoken from an impossible dream. For a moment, Alex wondered if he was back in England. Perhaps he had been apprehended for stealing the white rabbit. That wasn't possible, though, because the plane had never made it to England. It had crashed and burned, leaving Alex the only survivor in a world turned upside down. He massaged his temples peering down at his new clothing while waiting for everything to make sense again. A plaid button-down shirt and gray sweatpants that hung loosely on his hips. They were not his, nor something he would have likely chosen to wear on his own. The vampires must have given them to him or dressed him. Alex didn't remember either way. Everything past the forest had been a blur. Once the distortions of his memories died down, Alex decided to look for a way to escape. Not surprisingly, the cell that he was in didn't seem to have any weaknesses. There wasn't even a window for him to peer out of and get a good feeling of his surroundings. With nothing left to do, Alex resigned to wait for his captor. Apparently, no one was worried that he would escape because they left him unsupervised. Alex called out to anyone in the other cells, but the entire dungeon seemed to be vacant. It was rather odd, but then again, nothing in Wonderland had made much sense to him. Several hours later, Alex finally heard footsteps descending the stone spiral staircase. His heart sped up in anticipation, though he wasn't sure if he should feel relieved or terrified. Who knew what the vampires had planned for him? Keys clanked against the lock as the vampire from the forest came to open Alex's cell. Alex stood, looking the man over. He was just as perfect as he had been in the forest, a vision of youthful male beauty. Just when Alex was about to speak, the vampire glanced up at him, and all consciousness was drowned away by the power of those piercing red eyes. Life was a dream again, and Alex could feel himself moving, but he had no control over it. Up the spiral staircase, into a large room. Alex obediently placed his wrists into some manacles on the wall, and by the time his consciousness returned, clouding his head with confusion, Alex was chained up, his arms outstretched, his head hanging dizzily. For a moment, Alex felt like he might retch. Whatever they were doing to him, it couldn't be good. A cool fingertip touched Alex's chin, forcing him to raise his head. Knowing better this time, 
Alex closed his eyes, refusing to meet the vampire's gaze. From what he could tell, the hypnosis only worked if he looked the vampires directly in the eyes. So long as he kept his eyes closed, he was safe. The vampire let out a breathy laugh before he spoke. <laughs> what is your name? Not that it matters. If it doesn't matter, then why do you ask? Alex knew he shouldn't have a smart mouth, especially in his vulnerable position. But he absolutely detested the arrogant sound of the vampire's rich, haughty voice. You are not very obedient, but I like it. Spice is good every once in a while. He paused. My name is Absalon Bailey Carroll III. Now, sir, I have given you my 